In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. My dear brethren and my dear friends, it's a great joy for me to preach again here on this fourth day of the Sacred Heart Novena. A very important week during the year, and a week, a special Sunday, during which we are especially blessed. Blessed with the presence of one of the newly ordained priests of our community, the Institute of Christ the King, Sovereign Priest, we would like to congratulate Canon Andrea De Pascale for his recent ordination. He is Italian, he comes from Naples, very, Naples in Italy, a very beautiful part of the world. And um, dear Canon, we congratulate you for your ordination, for being a priest in our young community. And um, with the charism of our community, you will be serving the good Lord, serving the church, serving the souls. We wish you all the best and we would like to assure you of all our prayers. And at the end of Mass, Kenan will give his first blessings. And the second aspect is, of course, the presence of the sister adorers of the Royal Heart. You know that they are the female branch of our community. And thank God they have been very blessed with vocations for the last few years since their foundation in 2002. And last year, as you know, they now have a house, a beautiful house, dedicated to Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary in Ardi, County Louth. So during this novena, we are also praying in the presence and with the help of our dear sisters. Two of them have already arrived, and additional ones will come at the end of the novena. I would like to remind you as well, as when announced the previous weeks, that today we are taking a second collection at the end of Mass to benefit the novitiate of our sisters. So thank you again very much for not only for your prayers, but also for your renewed material help and support, which is also very necessary to our young community. So I was saying that we are in the presence of um, some mysteries, the mysteries of people who consecrate their life to God, people to respond to God's call according to their own vocation. This is a mystery indeed. When we consider, we just imagine the beauty, the perfection of God and our personal unworthiness. Jesus calls people and souls respond. If we read in the prophet Malachi in the Old Testament, you will see that this prophet describes three types of men. They are the evil doers, those who apparently flourish, and what was true in, at that time is even maybe truer nowadays. Then those who are obedient, but who envy evil doers, and then the third part are those, the good servants, those who trust in the name of God. So one of the questions that I could ask Canon de Pascale today is simply, Canon, what kind of priest will you be? This is an important question, because as priests we are pastors, we are shepherds, and we know that they are shepherds who seek their own good, and the other ones who seek God's good. They are shepherds, they are pastors who shepherd themselves. 
and those who other ones who then shepherd Christ's flock, the souls. As the prophet Ezekiel said in chapter 34, there are some shepherds who feed themselves and those who feed the sheep. So these three categories could be reduced into two actually. You see that there are finally two categories, two basic categories of priests. The just ones and the wicked ones. Those who serve God and those who do not serve Him. So, it's an important distinction. And if we think about what could be the reason for that, what could be the reason for being unfaithful, for being not generous enough, not pious enough, for being wicked? Those, they perform their duty, but they do that without any love. Their hearts, in a certain way, belongs longs for something else. They long for the evildoers and they fail to serve Jesus, to serve our Lord in truth. And we know that the judgment and fire await them along with all the evildoers. But then all those, the good priests, the just priests, those who are generous, those who are humble, those who want to serve God, the church and the souls, they will receive the reward of God in eternal life. And Holy Scripture says, there will, there will arise the Son of Justice with its healing rays. So this is, of course, the blessings and the reward that we wish to canon and to all the priests, in, not only in our community, but throughout the world, to learn, you see, in the formation that we receive in the community, it's true both for seminarians as well as for the sisters, the sister adorers in their novitiate. We must learn how to become adorers in spirit and truth. That means we must learn how to listen to Christ's voice. We must learn how to live in his intimacy, to grow in his love. We remember this verse of the Gospel of St. John, if anyone serves me, he, fo he must follow me, and where I am, there shall be my servants be also. So any priest, any newly ordained priest, who must really meditate on these words. We know that unfortunately so many priests are wicked, and the reason is the lack of love, we said, but a lack of prayer. A lot of priests would be very faithful, full of zeal to preach, to go to the street, to feed the poor, to try to be generous. But when they have to live in community, when they have to put some serious work on the liturgy, which is our first duty, to offer God a beautiful liturgy, then they have less energy. So Canon, you see how prayer is important, how prayer is really the life of our soul as priests. One of the greatest examples is of a priest that we often follow, meditate, and imitate in a certain way. He's um, the former Cardinal of Genoa, Cardinal Giuseppe Siri, Joseph Siri. And he used to 
say to teach his seminarians in the diocese, do not leave the altar. So that is, does it mean that the priest have, should just leave throughout the day and night at the altar in the church, in the sanctuary? It does not mean, this is not the meaning, but it means that every priest, whatever you think, whatever you say, whatever you do, must be doing, said or thought, in accordance to the mysteries that we perform at the altar. So that means in all things we must act as priests. All our actions, all our thoughts, all our words must mean conformity with these divine words, these divine actions performed at the altar. So for a priest who celebrates his first Mass here during the Sacred Heart Novena, you can especially remember an experience how the greatest expression of love known to man is really Christ himself, the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus on the cross. His mystery by opening his heart, letting people see his open heart. We read again in the Gospel of St. John, greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You see, and we all experience that it's really from the cross that God loves us, and he loves us with a human heart. So, dear Canon and dear confrere in the priesthood, you have received the holy orders. That means now your own heart and indeed your very being have been made one with Jesus, Jesus who is the high priest. It is now in persona Christi capitis, that is, in the person of Christ the head, that you pronounce these words, you utter the I of Jesus, and not your own when you absolve, when you pronounce the words of the consecration. Ego te absolvo, hoc est homo corpus enim corpus meum. This is the very eye of Jesus. So, we also know and experience how unworthy we are. The priesthood is the highest gift that God can re-grant a soul on earth, to make an unworthy man a follower of Christ, to give him this indelible mark of Christ in, in his soul. And you see, it's this, the dignity of the priest. The dignity, not because of his personal skills, but because of the vocation that he has received and that he accepted to respond to. The priest is another Christ, Alter Christus. And this is why St. Paul calls the priest the steward of the mysteries of God. You are, canon, even being a young priest, you are a minister of the reconciliation, you are an ambassador of Christ. And as a priest, you also face all difficulties of our times, the temptations, the confusions, and we know that they are now more and more strong, they are stronger, and they are manifold. So you must always be aware, as a Christian and as a priest, that the evil one will never 
leave you in peace. He will also try to perceive all your weaknesses, all your hunger, and try to disappoint you in the priesthood, try to confuse you in your generous and humble response that you made to God. So, remember the words of the Gospel, don't be afraid. And remember my little advice, never give up. We must remember as priests that we all bear the precious treasure of our vocation in a fragile vessel. We have to remember that we always remain sinners and in need of God's mercy. So, my dear brethren, we are in the Mass, we attend the Mass of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving for the Sacrament of Holy Orders that Canon de Pascale has received today, and he's celebrating his first Mass among us, for us. We also thank God in a special way for the beautiful vocation of our sisters, the sister adorers of the Royal Heart, and for their beautiful vocation to pray for the sanctification of priests, all priests throughout the world, and especially those of our community, as well as to support them, to support the priests in their apostolates. Dear sisters, thank you again so much from the deepest part of my heart for all your prayers, for the hours that you spend in the prayer, in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament every day in Ardi, Cantilauf, in the house of the Most Holy Rosary, and in all your different houses throughout the world. We, are, we express our gratitude and we are also, again, we say just in a few words, thank God, Deo gratias. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.